Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash pro revenge, where OP shuts down a multi-million dollar company. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. This is the story of how I resigned from my warehouse job once and for all. The company I used to work for implemented a new way of paying management commissions and bonuses. It was a money saved, money paid type of thing, and every little thing had some kind of bonus attached to it. This month you saved on stationery? Here's a hundred bucks. Didn't spend any money to repair the store in any way? Here's five hundred bucks. Normally this wouldn't affect us, but there were a few categories that were outright dangerous and unfortunately had the biggest bonuses attached to them. It started when the manager and area manager wanted us to change the light panelings in the store. There were a few problems with this. The lights were so old that the wiring was faulty and unpredictable. The way the lights were rigged would require you to have training as an electrician to remove the panels and replace the bulbs. Management was hoping that we would undertake the work, saving costs on hiring a professional electrician and thus receiving a hefty bonus. I outright refused, but a few of my coworkers were roped into it. After one incident where a worker received a mild shock, we all banded together and said, No effing way! A week later, we were emailed a link to a new online training course. The main theme? Warehouse employees were to undertake various maintenance tasks, mainly changing lights and light panels. If we didn't complete this training, then we would be unsuitable employees, we wouldn't meet our hiring requirements, and we could possibly be terminated. I set about taking screenshots of everything, including the mandatory tests. It became evident very quickly that I was one of the only employees who had refused to complete the training, and I was confronted by the area manager. He said that I had one week to complete the training, or I'd be written up with an official warning. And because of the severity of the warning, I could face disciplinary action and possibly immediate termination. Now, what management didn't count on was anyone sharing this information with outsiders. I put together a nice packet with all the new tests and training that would force warehouse employees to do dangerous tasks. And I also included copies of the new management bonus structure, where it explicitly explained that if managers could get employees to do in-store repairs and save the company money, then they would receive a hefty bonus. There was even an award for the most money saved. I also made sure to include the copious amounts of emails and texts showing that the management was violating a lot of health and safety guidelines, especially pertaining to the lack of warehouse staff to safely unload and load trucks and shipping containers. And the worst thing I found was around page 36 of our contracts, which stated that we weren't officially covered to unload transfers and trucks. That the company was supposed to hire professional contractors to unload, and it was up to us to take over once the goods were safely unloaded. Why? Because the company didn't want to cover us medically if we injured ourselves unloading. I checked in with my best friend, a lawyer, who helped me navigate any non-disclosure issues and who pointed me in the right direction with sending off this information. Once I sent off all this information, everything kind of went back to normal for a while. Management kept trying to pressure me into doing dangerous tasks to make their bonuses, and I refused. It all came to a head when the area manager basically said, If you don't sign off in this next shift, I'll fire you on the spot. No matter how much I pleaded my case, the area manager tried to spin it as a new company-wide initiative, and that we should take pride in our workplace. What a load of garbage. I struggled with this a lot, and I didn't know what to expect when I got off the bus and made my way to the store the next morning. 
When I walked in ready for my next shift, the store was essentially deserted. I opened the warehouse, checked the transfer sheets, and then grabbed my water bottle and went to the store to fill it up. As I was standing by the water filter, the customer service manager came downstairs with this cheeky smile on his face. Apparently, the manager was under close review and was currently in mediation having to answer for all the BS corners she had cut to make her bonuses. And the best part, the area manager and general manager were both fired. Apparently, they were given the choice to resign without any payouts or benefits, or the shareholders and CEO of the company would start investigating these practices. I couldn't believe it. A few hours later, the CEO and CFO arrived and tried to offer me a bonus for speaking up, a formal apology, and a raise if I was to drop the case. I just grabbed my bag and resigned right there on the spot. There was no way I was dropping this case. I walked out of there with a sense of satisfaction knowing that they'd be investigated and hopefully taken to task on what they tried to force us to do. From what I saw online and on the company's website, it took a long time for the company to recover. Even to this day, you can see the company's been bought and changed hands over and over. They lost millions of dollars due to bad publicity. Public trust and employee trust was gone, all to save a few bucks and reward greedy management. You know that phrase that's like, penny-wise, dollar-foolish? This is kind of like, penny-wise, million-dollar-foolish. Our next Reddit post is from Asmodaus. This story happened around six years ago when I worked for a retail company. The assistant manager, Jay, was well known to be a thief by the staff and even some of the lower levels of management. Unfortunately, Jay was seen as a golden girl to Mo, the store manager, and Travis, the lead assistant manager. And we never had any solid proof. Also, we didn't get our pay docked unless a certain amount of merchandise was stolen, which it never was, so staff never really had any incentive to try and find proof. One of Jay's favorite things to steal were money vouchers off products, because you were supposed to just rip them up and put them in the safe. There was no official way of keeping track of these vouchers, so Jay could steal them, use them in a different store, and just get away with it. This particular day was Halloween, and I was on till number four, the only till with no cameras on it. The store manager, Mo, came up and paid for her shopping with some gift vouchers. I served her, and no one else touched my till all day because I was the main person on tills for this shift. We closed up for the night, and Jay took over my register for the cash out. I went out to the pub with friends, and I had a good night not knowing what was coming. On my next shift, Mo called me into my office and told me the vouchers she used were not in the safe, and she knew that it was my till. She wanted me to return the vouchers, and she wouldn't press charges or put anything in my file if I just returned them immediately. I, of course, didn't have them, and I told her that much, but she didn't believe me. I went looking for those vouchers everywhere. The trash can, underneath the tills, the trash cans outside, on the floors around the tills, just in case someone had dropped them or put them somewhere dumb while trying to sort out the cash. Roughly an hour later, Jay comes in, she hears what's going on, and she offers to look as well. She found the vouchers in 30 seconds flat, somewhere that I had already looked. I essentially hissed out, what a coincidence that as soon as Jay looks there, she finds it immediately. How coincidental. I was seething with white-hot fury because I now knew that she was trying to frame me for her own theft. She could have found them in the office and made it a simple mistake, but no, she made me the fall guy for her own idiocy. 
I tried to plead my case from Moe and Travis, stating that I wouldn't be dumb enough to steal vouchers that I knew were Moe's because I was the one who served her. One of the other team leaders, Paul, knew damn well the thief was Jay, and he tried to tell Moe and Travis that I was being set up. But she was the golden girl and could do no wrong, while my name was Mud as far as they were concerned. I mean, they even thought that Jay had caught me in the act. This meant war. Over the next few months, I got really friendly with Jay, flirting outrageously with her and basically pretending like I really respected her and that we were good buddies. It took me a while to gain her trust, but once I had it, I knew that I could catch her stealing and prove it. We wrote off a load of Christmas chocolate products that hadn't sold, and I put them in the bag to be put in the trash. Jay said that we should take them home because they were just going to go to waste otherwise. To be clear, this was against company policy, and it was seen as stealing. We were standing directly underneath the camera, just outside of its range, so I said, I don't want any, but if you want them, you can have them, and I put them on a trolley just inside of the camera's range. I had studied the camera angles in great detail, preparing for a moment exactly like this. I saw her look at the camera, down at the trolley, and back to the camera before walking off to get her stuff. I warned my colleagues not to take any of the chocolate, even if offered, and I had an evil grin on my face, which my colleagues commented on. When Jay came down, she nonchalantly picked up the bag as if it was her own shopping, offered chocolate to everyone, and walked out the door with it. Gotcha! The next morning I arrived for my shift, and I put on the most somber face possible as I approached Travis. You should check the cameras on the back door at approximately 10.21pm. I think you'll find something very interesting. Travis begrudgingly walked off to do just that, and within 10 minutes Jay was being called to the office and her bag was searched. Within the hour, she was suspended pending investigation, and within the week she was fired and barred from the store. I got a full apology from the managers who didn't believe me, who explained that they genuinely believed the thief was me, and they had no idea that Jay could have possibly been a thief. Their jaws hit the floor after I explained that every member of the staff knew that she was a thief, but that we didn't feel like we could do anything about it. After they went around to ask staff if this was true, I got another apology. On this next post, OP clarifies that he's a gay man. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway89. I work in a small-scale accounting firm with 150 employees. I get along pretty well with all of my coworkers, except for like two or three. For this story, I'll introduce you to a female coworker of mine. Let's call her Jessica. Jessica is the office flirt, and while others don't mind it, I very much do. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years, and frankly, I don't appreciate some tramp flirting with me and grabbing my butt and whatnot. I don't know why she singled me out and flirts with me so aggressively. I'm not above average attractiveness. If I were to rate myself on 1 to 10, I'd give myself a strong 6. The first time her advances came on too strong, I calmly rebuffed her. I told her I was in a relationship and I didn't appreciate this. I also told human resources so she couldn't say that I was harassing her. For a few weeks, she left me alone. Then she cornered me in the break room. She was wearing a low-cut blouse she was fond of that showed a lot of cleavage that honestly was against company dress code, but she got away with it by teasing our boss. I can't remember her exact words, but it was something along the lines of, I love men who play hard to get, but I'm getting impatient. She left shortly after. I went to HR again, and I reported the incident. 
My boss called me into his office later that day, we had a few words over the incident, and I was essentially laughed out of there. So I went home for the day, I contacted my boyfriend's brother, a lawyer, and I talked to him about my plan. A few days later, Jessica came on to me again. Instead of going to HR, I walked into my boss's office and told him that I planned to sue him if nothing was done. I had written statements from other female workers backing me up as evidence, and Jessica was fired the next day. But I wasn't done. Over the past nine months, Jessica had been going through a nasty divorce. I had my boyfriend's brother contact her soon-to-be ex-husband's lawyer. It turns out they were divorcing because the husband suspected Jessica of cheating. I volunteered as a character witness against Jessica. My testimony contributed to Jessica getting no alimony. Her ex-husband got majority custody of their son, and she had to move. I don't know where you are, Jessica, but if you're reading this, you deserve it. Jessica sounds like a real tool. There's like so many layers of douchebaggery here. There's the very base level of, she came on to this guy and he said no, and she keeps going after him, which is just kind of skeezy and disrespectful and just gross. Then there's the added level of sexually harassing a coworker. Then, on top of that, there's the added level of a girl coming on to a guy who told her that he's gay. So, just completely disrespecting someone's sexual preference like that is just gross. Anyways, I'm with you, OP. Jessica really had this one coming. That was our slash pro revenge, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.